Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HGC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Tim Jones. From Paphos, Paul and his companions sailed from Perga to Pamphylia, where John left them to return to Jerusalem. From Perga, they went on to Pisidian Antioch. On the Sabbath, they entered the synagogue and sat down. After the reading from the law and the prophets, the leaders of the synagogue sent word to them, saying, Brothers, if you have a word of exhortation for the people, please speak. Standing up, Paul motioned with his hand and said, Fellow Israelites and you Gentiles who worship God, listen to me. The God of the people of Israel chose our ancestors. He made the people prosper during their stay in Egypt. With mighty power, he led them out of that country. For about 40 years, he endured their conduct in the wilderness. And he overthrew seven nations in Canaan, giving their land to his people as their inheritance. All this took about 450 years. After this, God gave them judges until the time of Samuel the prophet. Then the people asked for a king, and he gave them Saul, son of Kish, of the tribe of Benjamin, who ruled for 40 years. After removing Saul, he made David their king. God testified concerning him. I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. Now, as I say... When you take these verses without the rest of what he says, without the rest of the word encouragement he has of exhortation, we might wonder what's going on. But I just want to bring out from this just a few principles for our prayer today and for us as we go about the rest of the day, um, whether you're listening to this on the podcast or whether you're with me right now. Um, The first thing to say is um, God loves us because he loves us. What is God's love like? Well, God loves us because he loves us. Um, Paul shares the story here. They said, you know, do you have a word of encouragement? They say, if you've got a word, please speak. And then Paul says, God um, of the people, excuse me, I can't actually see it on my screen. God of the people of Israel chose our ancestors and he made the people prosper during their stay in Egypt. And he goes on. God of the people of Israel chose our ancestors. And Paul is making this point about God, the faithfulness of God and the, um, the love of God. And um, God didn't choose the Israelites because they were strong and mighty. And he didn't choose the Israelites because they were the best. Or, you know, as you can tell from this, if you look at the um, verse 18, for about 40 years, he endured their conduct in the wilderness. You know, the people who moaned and the people who griped. And they said, we had cucumbers and garlic in Egypt. You know, these are the kind of people that the Lord chose. The ones that he had to continually go to them and say, you know, come back to me. Um, But you can actually see this in Deuteronomy. Um, This is the Lord speaking. Uh, The Lord did not set set his affection on you and choose you because you are more numerous than other peoples. For you were the fewest of all peoples. But it was because the Lord loved you and kept the oath he swore to your ancestors. And so it goes on. The Lord didn't set his affection because you were more numerous. It wasn't because you were the greatest, but you were the fewest. You were the least. The Lord loves you because he loves you. That's why he chose the Israelites. He loved them because he loved them. Um, If you want to see how important this is, try it with someone who's important to you. You know, a friend or a spouse or 
family member, if someone said, if someone ever asked you, you know, if someone asked me, Tim, why do you love me? And I were to give, well, you know, as I think about it, here are, here are these reasons, you know, it's how you make me feel or whatever it would be. Yes, but what's the real reason behind that? You know, what if I stop making you feel a certain way? The only thing that satisfies and really reflects God's heart is love because that's who love God is. God is love. And as we come to pray today, we just need to remember that God loves us because he loves us. We are not the greatest. We are not the most fantastic. We are not the most faithful. But God is faithful and he loves us because he loves us. And he chose, just as he chose the Israelites, God can choose us to say, I love you and I love you. Now, what's the second principle for prayer today? Well, I just wanted to think about what uh, Paul is doing here. He, uh, in these verses, he is preaching about, as often happens through the book of Acts, he's preaching about the story of the people of God. And he's doing it to preach about Jesus Christ. You see, just after this, he will go on to say that Jesus is of the line of David. So his point is, he's talking about how, how God has been faithful, what God has been doing. And it's all by way of commending Jesus Christ to the people. So he's preaching about where God has been at work and now he is saying God has continued to be at work in Jesus Christ. And I just think a principle for us today as we as we would read verses like this is that if we want to see where God is at work in the present, we need to remember what he has done in the past. If we want to see what God is doing in the present, we need to remember what God has done in the past. We need to recount it to ourselves, we need to tell it to ourselves. Paul needs to tell the people this is what God has done in the past by way of explaining what God is doing in the present. So if you're not sure where God is at, you know, tell yourself stories of his faithfulness. Remind yourself stories. Write things down. Tell yourself it. You know that Psalm 103 where the psalmist says, Praise the Lord, O my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name. Forget not all his benefits. It goes on. The psalmist spends that whole time speaking to himself. Forget not all his benefits, he says, because that's what we need to do. We need to forget, not not to forget what God has done for us. We need to remember what God has done and that will help us see where he is, what he is doing now in the present and it will help us trust him and it will help us trust him today and it will help us trust him next month, the next year. And the greatest thing, of course, we can hold on to is his salvation he has brought us in Jesus Christ. We can remember that we've been adopted, that we've been redeemed, that we've been set free. And that is what Paul is doing here. He's reminding them so that he can tell them what God is doing in the present. So God loves us because he loves us. To remember, We need to remember what God has done to see what he's doing in the present. And then finally, um, as we think about what God is like, what, would, what should we do? What should we be like today as we go about this day and in August and so on? Well, I think the principle is that obedience is God's love language. Obedience is God's love language. After removing Saul, says Paul, he made David their king. God testified concerning him. I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. I mean, what a thing to be called. Isn't that amazing? A man after my own heart, said the Lord. And the great contrast here is between David and the people of God in Israel. David was obedient He wasn't perfect, but he was obedient. He was a man after God's heart. And there's the great contrast here between the people of Israel who whined and moaned and were disobedient in, say, the 40 years of the desert. 
And then the other contrast is just as David was obedient, so was Jesus obedient to God, perfectly obedient to God. And that's why I say that God's love language is obedience. That's what God calls us to do. You are my friends, said Jesus, if you do what I command. You're my friends if you do what I command. So today, obey God. Follow his precepts. Follow what he has set out for us. That's the way to life. That's the way to joy. That's the way to hope. I'm preaching on Sunday about um, Nehemiah. And um, there's a story of of revival, basically, is the people listen to the word of God being preached. And um, they're told after it, don't grieve and don't mourn for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And the joy comes as they do what God has told them to do. And that can be true for us today. So God's love language is obedience. That is what he is calling us to do. Just to go back to this verse from Deuteronomy. Uh, This is the reminder that the Lord says, Know that therefore the Lord your God is God. He is a faithful God, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commandments. Why don't I just pray? God, I thank you that your love is not like our love. Your love is never failing. And thank you that you love us today because you love us, because you love us, because you love us. And I pray that as we pray today, we pray from that place. And then as we go about the rest of our day, we would do it with such a security that you love us because you love us. And then God, as we pray today and as we go about our day, I pray that we would help, we'd, you'd help us see what you were doing in the present by help us remembering what you've done in the past. God, we just remind ourselves of your faithfulness to us. We remind ourselves of your steadfast love. It never ceases. It's new every morning. And we say today, Lord, that great is your faithfulness. And then finally, Lord, we today we ask that you would help us obey you and do what you've commanded us to do. And Lord, I pray you'd help us do it out of great love for you. Great love for you, God. We want to respond to all that you've done for us. Thank you for that. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Tim. Today we um, give thanks and praise to God for who he is and remembering what he has done in the past. And then we prayed for leaders and those in authority, leaders in the government, leaders in the church and leaders in the workplace. Thank you for listening to HTC Daily.